When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Fly the W670 podcast. It's season two. It's episode 91. Cubs trade options at pitching and first base. Don't forget to listen, download, review, and most importantly, subscribe to the Fly the W podcast. Crowley, let's talk a little uh, hot stove as we had some uh, breaking news this morning in that market. Yeah, all sorts of things are starting to bubble up here a little bit. Old friend Jason Hayward just got a one-year $9 million deal with uh, the Dodgers. So good on him. Keep, keep the, keep the money rolling. Right. Um, the Phillies, you know, when we talk about the big news this season, that would be the Phillies resigning Aaron Nola. There's been a few other moves out there. Remember Reynaldo Lopez went to the Braves since our last podcast, there have been a few other signings. Kenta Maeda will go to Detroit on a two year, $24 million contract. That could look to be a good deal. But remember, St. Louis was just absolutely awful last season, Dustin. And, you know, we, 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 we reveled in their misery. They said that they're going to start, you know, signing free agent pitching, starting pitching. That was their goal. They've signed Dustin three pitchers so far. But I got to tell you, I haven't been impressed. They signed Lance Lynn and Kyle Gibson to one-year $11 million deals. And today they signed Sonny Gray to three years $75 million. That's $25 million a year. That seems like an exorbitant amount of money for Sonny Gray. No, thank you. God bless Sonny Gray and his family. Okay. God bless them all. God bless the Grays. Okay. But I, I think that's way too much. And of course, you know, this is where he always wanted to go. This is the team he's been eyeballing. Yada, yada, yada. Okay. Go, go ahead. Be, be on the wrong side of the rivalry once again. You know, when I'm looking at this, though, I am just not impressed with the pitchers that they've picked up or the staff that they have. Throw in, uh, you know, Wilson Contreras as the catcher. I mean, you know, this is it, it is really weird to me that this is where they are right now. It, it, I've always been used to the Cardinals being really smart with pitchers and, you know, catchers and all that stuff just not really much there. You know, when you look at the, when you look at the depth chart, it, it's, it's not anything that scares you, you know? I mean, listen, they said they were going to add three starting pitchers and they've added three starting pitchers, right? They, they've if, done exactly <laughs> what they said they were going to do. I'm just telling you this, Dustin, if these are the three pitchers and they don't sign any more, that is, that is not going to sell the old season tickets in uh, down in uh, St. Lou. No, 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 no. Now, Japanese player updates. It seems like there's a lot of news about Japanese players. Um, first off, we got to talk about Shohei Otani because it's all about Shohei Otani. This is what our own Bruce Levine said. You can follow him on uh, Inside the Clubhouse on Saturdays, what, 9 to 11? That's right. So let's give it a listen here. 52 weeks a year. Major League sources tell me that the Chicago Cubs are way in on Shohei Otani, as they should be, probably four or five other teams. Major League sources tell me that the Chicago Cubs are way in on Shohei Otani. Way in. Four or five teams, Dustin. Now, 
the interesting thing is not only does Bruce appear on Saturday mornings and on all the various shows throughout the day, including the Mully and Haw show, but he also writes on uh, for the uh, Odyssey on dot com slash six seventy the score. And in his latest article, Bruce talks about the Cubs' willingness to be flexible on contract language. And Dustin, this really kind of um, really made me turn my head a little bit, especially some of the things we've talked about on the Fly the W podcast. This is what Bruce wrote, quote, the Cubs understand it will take a historic offer to land Otani and they're willing to be creative in negotiations. With Otani's pitching career on hold for one season, the Cubs would likely be willing to give him the flexibility to have opt-out language in the contract. With Otani in the prime of his career, his hitting alone will make him the highest played player in the game. Player in the game, the pitching portion of Otani's new contract could be tied to his availability on the mound and/or appearances made, an avenue that would give the team some protection in case further arm injuries, while also allowing Otani the chance to earn all the money he deserves as one of the greatest players of all time. If for some reason Otani wants a shorter-term deal with a higher average annual value then he'd get on a long-term contract. The Cubs will be prepared to pounce with that sort of offer. Dustin, this goes back to what we were talking about that, you know, he's not pitching next year. And, no. you know, if you're going to give him a long-term contract, if he's just going to be a DH, you can't, it'd be hard to justify a 500, 600 million dollar contract. If you're talking 500 million, 600 million, he better be a DH and an ace pitcher but we know he can't be that next year. But let's say the Cubs give him an opt-out after, say, two years, right? Similar to what they did with Marcus Stroman. He could get a huge contract, and then, you know, if he starts pitching and pitching uh, to the level that he did before, he could opt out and try to make even more money. Thoughts right. on that? Well, I, I mean, I think what's nice there is that it protects both sides, Right. But I mean, they're they're talking four hundred and fifty million for just the hitter. I just for the fan part. I mean, there might be an unbelievable, and we can't even comprehend it. And I've heard Bruce talk about it. Um, business part of this, like I think I heard Bruce say that he brought in a hundred million dollars in revenue to the Angels. So like the hundred million dollar offsets the other right. And it's probably going to be even bigger and better than that for the Cubs, but that that doesn't that doesn't do anything for you and I necessarily. And you you really face it because you've got season tickets, right? So you you're a real first hand consumer of this thing. Um, I, I just I have no problem with the Cubs spending five hundred or six six hundred million dollars over the next ten years, but I'd like to see that on three or four people as opposed to one. Just my opinion. Right. A hundred percent understand. And, and again, if you're telling me that all you're going to have is show Otani and you can't do anything else, well, then I am going to be nervous. It, you know, that it, it, that's the thing is that. Now, the other argument there is, is that other people, other star players are going to want to come play here because the Cubs are moving in the right direction and they're paying Otani. So maybe you'd be willing to come in for a, a one year and an option type thing, approve it and an option type thing, put yourself in a big market, position yourself on a team that's winning to help your pocketbook the next year. Maybe, maybe, but I, I, I'm not big on the maybes either. 
All I know right now is that, you know, the Cubs names have been consistently brought up when it comes to Otani. Uh, you know, articles have been written about how, you know, the Cubs were very close in 2017, way closer than people thought. If the, if there would have been a DH when Otani first signed, the Cubs may have been his chosen destination. Um, so just imagine that after the 2017 season, if the Cubs would have had Otani to go along with the team that they had. Well, we're going to have plenty of time to keep talking about Otani, Crowley. What about the uh, almost for sure thing? Everybody's saying the safest, most for sure thing in um, free agency this year is Yamamoto. Yes, Yoshinobu Yamamoto, the, the Japanese pitching phenom and his agents will be holding Zoom meetings with interested clubs, probably most clubs, this week. Okay? So this week will be the Zoom meeting with Yamamoto and his agent. And then after the Zoom meetings this week, Yamamoto and his agents will then kind of figure out which teams he wants to meet with in person when he comes to the U.S. after the winter meetings come up December 4th to the 7th. So he's going to be coming around the 7th, 8th, and start meeting with teams individually. And so, you know, you're just wondering what the Cubs have prepped. I know, obviously, um, that Tommy Hadovy is a guy that they've brought to talk to pitchers. I know Kyle Hendricks is someone that they've brought to talk to pitchers. I don't know what their pitch is going to be, but, you know, here's hoping that the Cubs have something because, again, I, from everything I've seen, everything I've read, th this kid has a potential to be a Cy Young Award winner this season immediately. And if you're, you know, just just – you know, high fastball and then all the secondary pitches that are just sick. It, it just comes down to, you know, I, I, I would just love to have this kid if, if the Cubs can do it. He has to make a decision shortly after that because he has to sign with the team by January 4th or he goes back to his team in the Nippon. Well, that that's not going to happen, right? We, we know that's not going to happen. He's not going back. I, I don't think nope. so. he's going to be pitching in Major League Baseball next season. My, my guess is before the new year, we'll know where Yamamoto is going. Um, to me, and maybe I'm a little bit crazy here, I'm more intrigued with Yamamoto than I am with signing Otani. I am too. I'm with you because I think you can get Yamamoto and Bellinger, or you could get Otani. Right. And when, you're talking, when, you, when you're talking big names, right, when we're talking big names. Right, and you're talking about a 25-year-old just phenom, and, and, and I've, I've – read some articles where players that have played against him, you know, talk about what Yamamoto does and then they're just blown away. And basically they're just saying, I hope I don't go over four. That's all right. you try to do is grind out a single walk. You know, if you can ground out a walk, that's grind out a walk. That's, that's a victory. So I am, I am very excited. I, like I said, I'm just hoping, uh, you know, Jed does well, no, no problems with the field. Well, he went like, there, right? He has scouted yeah. him in person, correct? Right, right. He's they yeah. He scouted him in person. He scouted he scouted a variety of options. Um, you know, we talked about Escobar, who's now with the team, the left-handed bullpen arm, and then another guy that they've been looking at is Shota Imanaga. He was posted today by his NPB team. He's a 30-year-old lefty. He's not an ace like a one or a two, but you definitely could see him being a number three, four pitcher. Uh, he's teams are going to have until January 11th. So one week after Yamamoto to sign Imanaga, he's going to be signed as well. It's just a matter of who, but for me, Dustin, I, I need some, I need front end. I need a one or two. That's, that's what I, I really truly believe the, you know, you saw it with 
the um, Diamondbacks this year, right? You had two amazing pitchers, and then behind that wasn't a lot, but it was enough to get them to the World Series. So, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Um, I so, go I, ahead. I, don't, I just don't see the Cubs having a one and a two right now. No, no. And one more former Cub uh, getting another uh, – Nice contract, all things considered, and he's finally off the Cubs' books officially for the 2024 season, correct? It's Jason Hayward. Yeah, Jay Hay, one year, $9 million. It's, uh, you know, good on him. And, and and again, you know, he he contributes a lot to the city of Chicago. Right. Um, and, and Chicago will be his permanent home when it's all said and done. Uh, you know, just a great guy. And, and, hey, man, congrats to him, you know. Right. Isn't it amazing, though, that we just like it's like oh, one year with nine million. Eh, shrug your shoulders. It just kind of seems crazy, like that, right? right? Isn't it crazy? Like, eh, 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 good for him. You know, yeah, nine, <laughs> nine million is just kind of average <laughs> eh, money. Yeah, um, must be nice. Well, Crowley, that's a wrap. Don't forget to listen, download, review and subscribe to the Fly the W podcast. Follow the socials, Fly the W on Facebook. Follow it on Instagram. Of course, we're on Twitter as well. You can also email us fly the w670 gmail.com and you can watch us on youtube that's right by subscribing to the 670 the score youtube channel crowley have a great start to a uh, full week and we will get back together midweek with some more cubs news to share guys don't forget 20 tickets left for the club 400 christmas party do not miss out put the cubs carolyn on your calendar we'll be here when any nose breaks go cubs